Hey, Susan. Hi, Saji. Well, it's time for COPE again. Oh, yes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us our disclaimer. Oh, um, the views and opinions of myself, Susan Witten, and Saji Pillay mm-hmm. are our own views and opinions and are in no way a reflection of the views and opinions of the TCU and UNT Health Science Center School of Medicine. Right on. All right, Susan, I just want to say, you're doing such a great job. So are you, Saji. You're so wonderful. You're awesome. I, I have never seen anyone else who can do such a great job as you do. And, and the feeling is mutual. I just, you're great. Oh, wow. Wonderful. So, listeners, we just went through this uh, dialogue of <laughs> congratulating ourselves on something that we don't even know what we're... <laughs> What we did a great job about. What, I'm not wonderful? Oh, I'm sure you are. (laughs) So so that's how feedback goes, right? We just want to touch upon giving critical feedback that is something we can do something with, right? Now, it's not going to be very uh, generic. You can always do a great job, but what did you do a great job on is what you need to tell them. Yes. So, Saji, I love how you so thoughtfully prepare uh, for clinical skills. I like the sessions have a lot of opportunities for active learning for the students. I really want you to continue doing that for clinical skills. Well, thank you, Susan. <laughs> that was something I can, I can either, you know, I take and I can understand why you said that. So, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. So we challenge you, preceptors, just the next time you have a student with you in the office. And um, just a quick plug for huddling before the session, even if, and I think most of you are using set, thank you very much, but if skillsaval.live is, you know, you haven't come to that yet, um, I can help you out, let me know. Um, But your student also gets a push notification before every session. They can pull up the objectives. They, they are expected to look at these objectives before they show up in your office. So when a student says, I don't know what to do, I don't know what's going on, please push back because um, before they show up to your office, they have a learning management system called Canvas and they are expected to do pre-work to prepare for uh, the sessions with you. And each session, hopefully, if you're listening to us um, and looking at the emails, has a focus. So please don't buy it if the student says, you know, I don't know what I'm supposed to do because they totally know and ha- or have a clue what they're supposed to do. And, and also, they've done this in clinical skills before they show up to see you. So a Please huddle and then um, um, look at the objectives for a session. And then when you debrief at the end, I just really make a plug for specific useful feedback. And I'm going to tell you is that we also have a debrief in our clinical skills about the LIC experience. So we do get feedback about what's happening out there. And if they're not seeing patients or they're not being able to do those tasks that they're they're kind of told to do yes um it, it's just important to be mindful of uh that this course is very well tied in with the lic experience and this is a place that they can practice yes yes so uh, again i think um uh i 
I sent out an email about uh, if you just have this funny feeling that your student is shadowing you, like you have a shadow, um, and shadows, they don't talk, and they don't really <laughs> say anything, and they're kind of wispy, misty, sort of apparitional <laughs> figures. If you get this sense that the student is, is uh, you're having that kind of experience, it is not the optimal experience we want for our students. So they, they It's w- time to do it. Yeah, they expect to um, get in there and um, apply and refine these skills with your guidance and coaching um, to to improve yeah all right all right wow that was a mouthful from us so. all right guys so let's talk about the next session coming up session four all right so our student objectives okay number one so this um this uh, session will focus on oral presentation and also you know I think we've we have a few sessions under our belt and um, I just uh, uh, had a session with, um, I was uh, filling in for a preceptor, and we really didn't get to, the student didn't get to, to um, do some of those sexual health history skills. And so we just table it for the next time. So um, this is also a nice opportunity during this session to kind of think about what what are some things you didn't get to um, for the last sessions and see if you can get pick some of those up to catch up. So so I guess in this session, we're doing documentation and presentation, Yes, yes. Documentation is a theme. Um, I've fielded some questions about, you know, does my student have to document the EMR? No, they don't have to document the EMR. Um, I think right now, you know, for me personally, it works with paper right now. I think ultimately um, the student needs to learn how to interact both with the EMR and with the patient because that's the reality of our practice life. And so if you deprive them of this opportunity, I don't think it's helping them. Um, But when you decide to introduce them to to interacting with your EMR, that's up to you. But, um, But certainly, you know, encourage them to log on, to look around, you know, I think in obtaining these, gathering this information and history, a skill, um, especially in outpatient setting, is looking what's been documented before. And that means clicking on some buttons, opening up some tabs, and checking out the EMR. So if not, you know, this session, in the future sessions, um, start to encourage them to interact with your EMR. All right. So um, the student-specific objectives, these are things you're going to see in set number one. Obtain and document and complete medical history for at least one patient in clinic note per site protocol. Yep, same thing that you've been doing probably for the last couple of sessions now. Number two. Explain the complete medical history to the preceptor as an oral case presentation. Ta-da! So, you know, I was thinking about this, um, and I've actually had my students already been presenting a bit. You know, she'll see um, some patients uh, be, take take uh, or gather some of the history while I'm seeing another patient and then um, she'll catch me up when I'm in the room and and that's basically some oral presentation so again the focus of the session is for them to definitely present to you. Number three assignment is document a problem focused subject subjective portion of the clinical note in canvas the S in SOAP. For one patient. Yeah, so this is just for you preceptors be aware. They do now have a homework assignment. I grade it. You're not responsible for reviewing it, but um, the students need to be aware that this is the first assignment for this course is to do um, a, to document a subjective in Canvas. So they've done this already in clinical skills. Um, they, they attempted this, and we did a lot of corrections on all of their what they brought in. Uh, the missing pieces you might want to look out for is chief concern. 
um, the cardinal features and the subjective part. So just pay attention to those parts and be sure that they're, they're getting that well. Yes. Yeah. All right. So now we'll move on. These are some things that um, we think you can do to help students achieve their objectives for the session. So number one. Discuss various formats and settings for oral case presentation, as well as preferences for presenting patients in clinic. Yeah, so um, this is part of the huddle too. You know, now your guys are talking about what the objectives are at the session. You can talk about, you know, where, when, how to document, and now you're gonna talk about presenting. And there are different strategies for presenting. I personally prefer presenting um, in the room with the patient. I think it increases face time with the patient, it's more efficient, and then it involves the patient um, in, in this aspect of their care. So I'm a fan of that, and you know you may not be a fan of that and choose for them to present outside of the room. It's up to you, but, uh, but I think um, letting them know that um, how they present here with you may be a little bit different than how they present a patient in the hospital, maybe just different in different settings. Just allow for a little discussion of nuance. Number two is hear and assess at least two oral presentations of the patient's story during the session. I would say we worked on this in the oral presentation in the last week. Um, there's a style in which you present, right? Um, I think they don't know that yet. You have to start off, this is a blank person who comes in with, right? So those are probably some key pointers that you can just point out to them. Yes, so you'll, you'll help them develop the framework for presentation. And like, I really liked Smith's, they talked about, you know, they're, they're different. Um, I think one of the tasks at that in that um, chapter was, you know, present the patient in 10 minutes, present mm -hmm. the patient in five minutes, present the patient in two minutes. And so I, I think that was, it's a nice way to, there are different ways to tell the story. Okay. Um, so uh, again, um, having a good discussion about your expectations for them and, and how they tell the story with you and giving them a framework will be really helpful. And then finally, number three. Review and assess the student documentation of the patient's medical history for at least one patient in a clinical note per site protocol. So again, this is, you know, the, an objective for this session is for them to do some documentation. And then it would be a major bummer if they did this documentation and then you just didn't check it out. So please, you know, during your debrief, look at that document and then um, take it if it has any PHI and put it in the shredder or, um, or you know, just make sure that uh, you're looking at it. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, documentation is something that's going to be a work in progress. They're not going to be perfect. Uh, so there will always be something that you can help them and correct. Yes. So I thought now we would um, just, this is a nice time, this this uh, session, to really to, to think about, you know, as you are directly observing your student, to, to think about what, where is my learner at? What What is the developmental level of my learner? And there's this oldie but goodie um, mm -hmm. um, kind of framework for this. It's called RHYME um, or O-RHYME. So Saji, tell us a little bit about this model. Well, it was first described by Pengora in 1999 as a framework for assessing learners in clinical setting. Um, it's been progressive. It's a continuum of observer, reporter, interpreter, manager, and educator. Yep. So I guess the big question is, where's our student? 
are yeah. they an observer or are they a reporter? So I definitely think that our whole goal is to move this student from a passive bystander into an active role. So, so I hope that you also, um, preceptors, view yourself as facilitators coaching your learner from observer to a reporter role. And hopefully if we all do our jobs well, these students will have the reporting role down well. They'll be, a, they'll be able to understand what's kind of wrong. And, and then by maybe for some, they'll be moving into that early um, interpreter level. So what could be our expectations? So we're looking at the rhyme model or O-rhyme model mm-hmm. to kind of assess where they are in their levels, right? Yes. yes. First year, second year, third year, fourth year medical student. Yeah. So we're a little bit early, right? We're yeah. seeing patients uh, in our first year. Yeah. So because again, our, our innovative um, curriculum is really placing the learner in the clinical learning environment much earlier than they get in other places. And so I think we hang on to what we think a first year student should be at. And I think it's easy to fall back on this idea that they're just sitting in a classroom, passively getting information, studying for some test or something, but they're not. Right. They're, they're really in, in um, Saji and Karim's clinical skills course, really doing a lot of active learning around these areas of focus. And we cannot deny them the opportunity to To progress progress and practice refine a student just told me the other day wow you know the sps are great but in the back of the mind i know this is not real but i really liked going to the room by myself Mm -hmm. because then it felt a lot more real right and that was a very powerful moment for me and then he also said, I, he's like, how do I know what questions to ask on review systems? Because, and I said, yeah, right now, you know, you don't have that clinical knowledge mm-hmm. to understand for chest pain. You ask X, Y, Z. So you just have to have a methodical um, system to, 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 to move down each system and ask. And he said, wow, for this case of a patient with, with presenting with not chest pain, but other concerns, he picked up on this person's chest pain. And that kind of changed the whole focus of the encounter. And the student was like, wow, I can really now see the value of a systematic approach to review of systems. Without doing this, we might not have known about this other concern. And that was also really cool and powerful. So they're getting this stuff in clinical skills, but in the clinic environment is where it gets sort of cemented. That experiential learning really comes into play here. And so I'm, I'm on my soapbox a lot today um, for this podcast. And I apologize if I'm coming off soapboxy, but I feel really committed to this this style, this model of learning. And I because I know there's data that it helps people be better. And I want us to facilitate active learning for our students. Yeah. If they know it, they have to use it. Yeah. Right. Yes. If, otherwise, what's the point of learning it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And um, yes, exactly. I'm shuffling through papers now because there's something I wanted to find. I may not find it. But... Oh, yeah, yeah. Here's my shuffle, shuffle. I wrote this down. So Confucius said, I hear and I forget. I see and I remember. I do and I understand. Okay, so <laughs> let them do stuff, please. Okay. Make them understand. <laughs> okay. Ooh, okay, well... Is that enough of my ranting today? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see. Yeah. 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 15 minutes. Rock on. Okay. 
All right. Well, it was a great session. I think. Hey, yeah, you're awesome, Saji. You're wonderful. It was Susan. it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the best you could do? I know. <laughs> After all our feedback. I know. <laughs> well, just okay. exhausted today. Okay. Yeah. Next time we'll work on, uh, yeah, work on, on it. our feedback. Yes. Okay. Well, everyone, thank you so much. Thank you, and have a great day. Bye. Bye.